Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. So we are back for, gosh, like this is like the first episode. We haven't actually talked to each other in a while, so we'll update our lives in just a second. Um, we This is our first episode since Tampa Bay Comic Con. Since the panel. Since the panel, which <laughs> the was, panel went well, the panel went well. I loved everybody that went out. But it was just the building up to it that that sucked. So we'll we'll provide a little backstory on that. We'll talk about some games in just a second. Um talk about uh Star Wars, apparently Harry EA. Potter Go, yeah, EA. Harry Potter Go, yeah. That's it's... apparently a thing. Um Skyrim VR, no, you wanted to mention that and couple yeah. games that we've been playing um but here's the funny backstory behind the tampa bay comic-con panel and i i think i might have told you this um so we had a panel around it was 11 o'clock yeah. on a on a friday or saturday no it was friday friday because friday, day one yeah so i just see my computer screen go black and now i am completely and terrified okay <laughs> so um so we get a panel at 11, but like every other time that we've had a panel, it's always been conflicting with somebody that's really good. And so like last year, it was around like the movie fest that we that we wanted to go to, or there's a lot of good movies there. And it was also somebody, it was one of the meet and greets. I forget who it was. So we couldn't do, so we got a, a good amount of people, but it was just really poor timing on our uh, like poor luck i should say on our end that we had to be conflicted with that oh also penguin knife fight because they're funny true. like they're really good just the name is great it honestly. is that's also very true so at 11 o'clock we're like okay well let's see you know who we're going up against and it was the geeks of comedy which mind mm-hmm. you i know one of the people if it's the one the same people that i think it is i know one of them and he's really good and it's like crap i have to go up against that again Mm. so not only that like so we get there the panel before us was love is love is love is love oh yeah love squared or no uh, no it's to the four so quadradecahedron there you go sure and i wanted to change the name last second to hate is hate is hate is hate just for the the sake of parody it's better than k-cubed that is that is a lot better than k-cubed yeah did you ever see the um at midnight special with uh, the, the quote debate with Donald Trump no. and Bernie Sanders. That was really good. I did not. It, it was, I want to say it was one of their final episodes, but then again, they have three weeks prior to their cancellation or something. So they had like 18 episodes prior, hmm. but it, it was a hysterical episode. It, uh, Donald Trump's like, you know, I got something even better than AAA. It's called Triple K. Oh. And I thought like that was... A great joke. Best joke. So underrated. But anyway, um, so we go in and we're like, hey, everyone, stay. if you want to stay, you can go right, um, you know, stay for this podcast recording and all that. And instead, what they do is they all leave, but then huddle up. Like, we had two double doors on, on the right side and the left side. So... They leave out of the double doors and then converge into the middle between the wall between the double doors. So 
we can hear them, but they just won't come in. Mm. So I do remember this now. Yeah, so at about 10.50, there is literally two people. And it's the two people that we brought. It was Eric's friend and it was my girlfriend. And at that point, like 10.55, still two people. And what's worse is we can't leave. We have to stay that entire allotted time or else we won't get a panel ever. And so it's like, all right, I'm spiraling towards show depression of maybe we don't do this anymore. And I was feeling great because I'd had some booze right before. You also were feeling great. I was feeing great. Stopped at the bar. The bar was a great place. Yeah. some decent deals. And so finally, Kyle just has the random idea of like two girls, like three girls walk by and he just shouts. Hey. Hey. Come in. We'll serenade you. (laughs) Please come in. Oh, man. And hey, you know, I think I think they enjoyed it. Which at the time was funny, <laughs> but with going on in Hollywood right now, sounds a lot like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. But mm. Mm. I meant nothing offensive to you lovely three ladies. Yes, he meant nothing offensive. I I thought that you deserved a kind song. And so we did, which ended up becoming the theme song for Scooby Doo. Was it Scooby Doo? Yes. It SpongeBob. Or did we do SpongeBob next? We did SpongeBob, I think next. Oh, okay, I we did we did SpongeBob as well. I do remember SpongeBob. And because I said, "Okay, Kyle, sing to them," and you just thought nothing. I didn't have any songs. I couldn't think of anything. Like you had the entire <laughs> repertoire of music. <laughs> you could have gone Beethoven, just gone dun 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 dun, and that probably would have worked. Could have done Jaws. I could have done Ghostbusters. I could have done anything. You had. Anything and you just said nothing. Pretty ladies make me freeze. Fact. There you go. That is also very true. And so <laughs> that was a thing that happened, and we ended up getting somehow because of that moment, mm. we ended up getting like I want to say about 30, 35 people. I'd, I'd say I can't count, but yeah, I'd say about 35. Like it was surprisingly, the room filled up for surprisingly how late. The panel was... And how many people we saw left in the place. Yes. Like, when we left that panel, whoo, it was desolate. It was, was, yeah. So, that was a lot of fun. So, we thank you guys. If we met you there, you were great. If you didn't add me on Facebook, seriously, feel free. Like, I I haven't talked to anybody really on there, but yeah. Yeah, they added me too, and I was was really surprised by that, because I'm just like... Wow, I got fans. Yeah. Well, not not fans, really. More like... Probably people. We gave away t-shirts, and we're we're definitely going to do it again. It was a lot of fun. Like, even with, like, the almost spiraling into depression, um, it was still fun. (laughs) It was was pretty good. Yeah. Well, what it felt bad was, I don't know if I told you this story, two years, I think it was, like, it was my first year, and the, one of the Red Rangers was there. I forget, it was uh, the guy that played Rocky. Um... He was a super nice guy. We talked for about 30 minutes. And I said to um, my friend Brett, he was doing the panel with me at the time for um, What the Flux. He goes, I said, hey, Brett, can you get a picture of us? And he goes, actually, I charge uh, 40 for the picture, but you get to hold the helmet. And I was like, I'm poor. And I just (laughs) walk away. And I felt bad. And I said at that panel, like, I felt horrible. Like, would I shell out the money? If it was Austin St. John, I go, yeah, I probably would. The original Red Ranger, sure enough, he shows up, and I don't even get close to him. And I'm like, I, I wanted to because childhood hero, but... Didn't want to because I, childhood stalker. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, so speaking of childhood heroes, um, okay, did you hear about? Wrong right there. I don't know. Did you hear about Jason David Frank, the original Green Ranger, apparently like wanting to fight Jean Claude Van Damme? No, there's a lot of names there though. That is, it's a lot of names. Um, gosh, could you imagine that card? I don't know if there'd be a card that actually just to fit all the first you names. You get one of those super mega flash cards that the math teachers <laughs> make you get. Exactly. Like it's what like. I saw the video of it because apparently they've had beef like since the nineties. Like, stewed beef or but <sighs> teriyaki beef. I'm just, I, I don't know if that the audio picked that up and I don't know if I want to amplify that so we hear that bad of a joke. Um That's fair. Apparently like they've been fighting for a long time because he thinks like, oh, you know, he Jason David Frank doesn't know real martial arts and all that and he's like Actually, I do. Like, I. I I'll I know. show your mother last night. <laughs> I showed your mother last night, Trebek. Oh. <laughs> I gave her a little mu- Muay Thai, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. And and so, like, there was a video of, like, they were at a con, and I want to say it was in Philadelphia. Oh, classic fight city. And oh, I know, it's... exactly. Who would have thought? <laughs> and apparently, one of Jean Claude's people approached Jason David Frank, and they said, hey, we want to meet up with, like, Jean-Claude wants to meet up with you, and he's like, okay, like, maybe he wants to bury the hatchet, because we had a beef for a long time, it's been stupid, maybe he wants to bury the hatchet, and nope, just got reignited even more, and he's like, he just, like, keeps not backing down, he's like, dude, like, I don't know why, like, you want to do this, like, we'll fight, just, like, name the time and place, and we will, and mind you, Jason David Frank is jacked, so... Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme can, you know, do a split between two semis, but Jason David Frank, can he'll put on some pain. He'll probably punch the semis. He probably could punch the semis. Um, so, uh, let's, let's, get a little per- let's get personal for a second. We'll talk about, like, I've had such a weird past few months. I've gone to wedding after wedding after wedding. I had to go to a wedding in Santa Rosa Beach, which, if you've never been there... Um, it's essentially one giant, like, retirement community, if you think about it, and it's all on the beach. Mind you, as we go up, a hurricane is also forming in the Gulf, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, like, is there going to be a wedding? And they're like, Dad, don't worry, it's fine, it's fine. And so, finally, we get there on Friday. I drove up Thursday, and I made the mistake of driving up Thursday just after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New England Patriots game. So, the entire time, I'm cursing Nick Folk's name. Mm. And I'm stewed in my own anger, driving six hours. Like beef stewed? Keep keep going. And, And so, like, that happens. So, we go up to the community... It, it's a beautiful place. It is also incredibly white. Mm. Like, the houses are relatively white, and the people are also relatively white. Which are they old? Yes. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And one. so, it was awkward for my friends who, you know, one flew in from Texas, and, like, um, my other two friends, um, my three, you know, minority friends, because it wasn't just, like, all like black there was like a mixed group in there and i'm looking at that i'm like man they are probably the only minorities that they've seen in six months 
treading a very dangerous line. I'm treading a very dangerous line where it's just like, I've seen a lot of horror movies, like, are we about to get experience Get Out 2, or... Oh my god. Get Out 2, please get out. Please leave for your own safety. Um... But it was fun. That was an open bar, mind you. The hurt, like, oh, oh this open is bars at weddings are my favorite. Open bars at weddings are great. Like, I made sure, like, hey, am I driving six hours to pay for alcohol? <laughs> and no, thank God. Not an alcoholic, I swear. Oh gosh, like, it, as long as it's like you pay for, like, if it's cash bar for like a certain amount of time, that's fine. Like, as long as there's that brief period of time where I can get tanked off somebody else's dime, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly okay with that. Mm-hmm. But um. Apparently, the bride, the, the wedding was supposed to be on a Saturday. They call Friday at 3, and it was supposed to be originally at a state park, and they go, hey, we just want to let you know we're going to be under a hurricane warning, so we can't have your wedding here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've known about this hurricane for like five days, and now you're going to spout, oh, hey, by the way, can't hold it here. They were holding a Naruto run on the beach. Exactly. I think that was one of them. That, well, I mean, that was. I think that was one of the events. events. Like, I was supposed to go. I, it's funny, like, granted, massive death storm came toward us, but you saw all these events of run like you're a Naruto on the beach. It's like, you probably shouldn't do this because, you know, hey, this is a Category 5, and even the actual native Floridians are freaking out. So you probably, you no, know... That's a terrible joke to make right there. It is. No, I have really bad Oh, gosh. I'm not going to make it. Um, My New Year's resolution for 2018 is going to be cut back on the amount of vocal uh chips that i make that oh are gosh very bad but yeah only 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 like i'm like recordings like the rest oh okay of fine. oh okay yeah, that's no, good everything else is fine no well here's the funny thing like i got a call like i was over at the station and i got a call from like somebody in london about that hurricane like they wanted to do an interview like hey there's a category five hurricane coming we just want to know if you want to uh, do an interview i'm thinking to myself what like, why would you want to interview me about this death storm? And it was fun. I made people laugh. So I was, I was a big hit in London for five minutes. I wish I was a big hit in London for two minutes. It was great. Like, I want, do you know, I wanted to just, like, drop all my British culture knowledge. Like, so I, Harry Potter? No. Like, <laughs> I wanted to drop IT crowd, all, like, the famous British comedians, and then, like, oh... Like, you know, on the telly or like, you know, by the way, it's like this many kilometers an hour or something like that. But no, they didn't give me any chance to just, oh, just kicked a box. Any chance of just like flexing my knowledge. And I couldn't. It's like, this was my time to shine. I could have been their favorite American. I could have had a segment of Americans saying British things and it would have been great. You still have that. I could. Just making your own YouTube channel. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, we already... Dude, YouTube's already having enough crap, and we could talk about YouTube in a second because YouTube gaming is pissed. So, anyway, um, enough about my life. Uh, Kyle, how have you been? Uh, my girlfriend cheated on me, so I haven't been to any weddings either. Well, all right, very good. Chase Bunker. <laughs> Kyle Helmstetter. That's the worst rendition of Sandstorm I've ever heard. Yeah, well. <laughs> this is That Game Show. Alright, so a lot has happened in gaming. Of course, in the gaming... <coughs> oh, wow. Wow, you hit puberty? Yeah, I'm... I should just, like, get water and... But, no. Um... 
that, that's a good bumper probably right there. <laughs> um, a lot has happened in the community. And first off, like let's talk about the more recent thing that's going on right now with um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 literally just coming out. And they had that whole pay-to-win aspect. Like, what was it? There was something, I think it was Kotaku that put it out. It was either you could spend $2,100 to get everything. Like, you would essentially be paying that much. It's not like one, like, price. Like, hey, press this button to get everything. Or, like, you could spend, like, 4,876 hours unlocking everything. I want a source for that. Not right now. I, I believe I believe it's on Kotaku. I, I think you're right. I've seen something similar. But. And I'm just thinking. And so now, like, people were pissed because yeah. like this looks good. Like, mind you, the first Battlefront game was also like the most disappointing because the fact that we just got Battlefield, but with Star Wars. Battlefield. It was essentially Battlefield, but with lasers, and that's all that we got. And so a lot of people were pissed about that. So the second one comes out. Mind you, the second Battlefront two. Is like everybody heralds that as one of their favorite games ever, mm. because like not just because of the nostalgia, but because like it was a fun game. It was like one of the first progression system games out there. I think. Don't quote me on that. Florida. But um, you have like everybody just like enjoyed that. Like everybody knows that that one was so much superior than the original Battlefront. So of course, Battlefront Two comes out, and it looks beautiful. Like they're having a campaign. Oh yeah, no, it looks amazing. Like. We really want to love this. And then they have this pay-to-win aspect. And I'm guessing people just don't like pay-to-win anymore. I mean, there's a limit. Uh, I think when it comes to a game like that, you know, you, it's so hyped. You see the amount of work you have to put in. Like, pay-to-win has always been kind of a sore topic for me because I really don't want to pay for extra features on a game. Like, yeah. I don't mind. Like, DLC is one thing. Like, extra maps, you know, that... In a, in a large enough bundle, I'm fine with that. And EA has always kind of done that, I think, with, you know, games that they've released. That e- EA has now been more notorious to get the money grab. Yeah. So, like, I expect it from games. And, of course, you know, if you have a good game, why not? I think that uh, Borderlands, not EA, but Borderlands, um, they have DLC where you have to pay for it usually. Yes, but it's usually, like, it's separate campaigns. It's, yeah. Well, it's, I, I, or, like, a new character. At, at Fallout, you know, this is the same thing, all those... So it's like I expect it in a sense for a lot of those games, and obviously for multiplayer games like that, it's kind of common. But mm-hmm. um, I just don't like the idea of oh yeah, you pretty much are never almost going to get this unless you dedicate yourself to this one game. And let's be real, a lot of us, you know, we kind of switch games here and there. I go through spans where I love playing Skyrim, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't really want to play that right now. Yeah, it's well now the latest is they've taken down the microtransactions entirely yeah, yeah. so it's temporarily, le- at least. temporarily at least and so right now it could be that the player outrage is now so overwhelming mind you ea still has a very bad rap when it comes to the gaming community mm-hmm. because of stuff like this because we're still bitter over the first battlefront i think they were na- like I, if I'm wrong, man, this is so reckless, reckless speculation. Um, they were named, I think, like the most hated gaming developer or gaming company, something along those lines. And to just do that, like this, this could be like their rise again. Because there was a time, I don't know if you remember this, um, there was a time when EA literally put out 
straight quality. Uh, 2006, like 2005, 2006 time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, up until, like, the game Catwoman came out, everything else was just great. Yeah. And they, they were big on Need for Speed. Need for Speed was big. Um, that's when they were making, the like, their own original James Bond games. Yeah. Um, what is it? Like... I mean, we can also talk their sports games at the time were, were really getting up there. They took out 2K for a lot of stuff, except for basketball, of course. Yeah. I mean, they had college football going. They had Madden. They had NHL. They had golf. They had yeah. Th- everything. Right? EA was a powerhouse. Yeah, they were swinging. And then to see them now, it's like, what the bleep happened to you? Like, you go from, like, hey, who's making this? EA? Then it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. Like, you could put like a decent amount of money on it that it's going to be a good game. And, and even now, it's still a good game. It's just the extras take away from it. I think. Yeah, like you have, or they just keep laying off people. Yeah, and so, you know, I think I, I can't really speak for Battlefront too because I played the beta a little bit. Did you? Did you? I didn't get into the beta. I played a little bit. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Actually, I thought it was a really, really solid. It's a lot better than the original. I thought so. I thought it was. I thought it was much better. Space battles. Okay. We're big. Um, but, like, you can look at their games where it's, like, everything they've released in the sports realms and stuff, they still look good. They still play well. It's people get mad because there's features that they've taken away that they really wanted. And I think EA, they kind of send out this vibe, like, hey, we have everything you want in this game, and everything looks great and plays well, and you just enjoy it, but there's that one feature that you really want that's not in the game mm-hmm. anymore. Or it was, you know, you thought it was going to be the game, and they took it out. If it's a, if it's a remake or... You know, sequel sports games most notably. Yeah. Well, I know that right now people have been trying to get. I really should just like get a water. I'll get it in the next segment. Get a bottle of water. Yeah. Um. A lot of people, a lot of sports fans have been wanting NCAA football back, but they've been trying because of Johnny Manziel. But we we can't blame Johnny Manziel on this one. There's no foot like there's no college football because. Apparently, his likeness was being used, and he's like, man, we go blank on everybody. Like, we just make up people, and because of that, pretty much, nope, no college football for the time being. Um, I know they're trying to get get that back, but going back to, like, Battlefront, I don't know what it was about the first one, but, like, the first one was enjoyable, but at the same time, it was just, like, it made you have the Call of Duty rage, where you're just like, man, I put all these lasers into you, and you still somehow live. Yeah, I heard, and I didn't play too much of the first one. One, I didn't actually own it myself, mm-hmm. but I had friends that played it, and I would go over to their, you know, their places, and we we just kind of play a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just came down to the, the the special characters just seemed that much more special when you're playing. Like they were hard to beat, potentially almost unbeatable. I yeah, mean, it seemed. I mean, that's no fun. You know, you don't want to sit there and find, oh, there's Vader, gotta run away because he's probably gonna kill me and my entire squad. Yeah. So that that's unfortunate, you know. It is. Um, I played the original, the, I played the beta for the first one. Mm-hmm. And, man, was I like, happy to get it. But then after playing it for a while, I was just like, this is just Battlefield. Yeah. And it didn't have, it didn't have a feel. And I don't know if it's because maybe over time I've just become shooter dilutant where it's like, I've, because I've played so many, they've just blended together. Like, it didn't have a special experience. Yeah. It just felt like generic shooter with lasers. Now, the second one... Freaking laser beams. It looks... The second one looks really cool. Yeah. And so I do want to try it out at some point. 
but I don't like just given EA's track record recently, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Yeah, they're in a tight bind and I think they're really they need to build up the rapper with the gaming community. Again. Yeah, they it's... they just laid off people who uh, people in BioWare again. So Mass Effect is on hold for a long time. Apparently Andromeda didn't do well. Like not like when I say not do well, critically yeah. it did okay. But sales sales didn't do well and you know i i could kind of see that because it's not that i don't like mass Effect series it's just like I, it seemed to fly under the radar for me i didn't hear much about its release it did and like not to mention the fact that like pre-launch they, it was on sale for like 15 dollars how i would have bought it at 15 i thought about it like mind you i'm also bitter because i lost that contest to be in the game and so I, I, I tried out for I I you know I submitted my thing, and I looked at the voice. And I'm like, man, really? That beat me? Like, no, that's why your game's bad. That's why can't be anything else. Yeah, but there was that like older public. They laid off people originally, and like mind you, older public for a brief period of time. And I use that term very loosely because it was brief. Like they beat out World of Warcraft. And, like, World of Warcraft was losing subscribers, and Older Public was gaining people. So, and then all of a sudden, they're like, okay, cut this development team down. It's like, well, there went quality. Because there was still, it wasn't perfect, but it was still a lot of fun. And so, EA is just, it hasn't had the greatest rapport as of recent, and they need to work on that. I, yeah, I think gaming in general, the industries, you're seeing a lot of losses. You know, obviously Nintendo back when they released the Wii U, they kind of they kind of burned out a little bit. The console didn't sell very well at all. No, it so, didn't. And I think like very few games tried to save it. Like the Wii U, like let's just say what it really was was just HD Wii. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. And it was, it was meant to be a party game, a console that yeah. the Wii. F- almost failed to be in a sense. The Wii was revolutionary for its time. Yes. But they were like, wow, we forgot that people like graphics too. Yeah. Like, so. that. that's the funny thing. Nintendo, uh, we could talk about the Switch as well, because, like, the Nintendo has never been so revolutionary, but yet so behind the times. Know, it's it's not even funny. But there was that, um, what was the, you mentioned something about Skyrim. What's going on with Skyrim? So Skyrim's VR, I'm actually, I haven't really uh, been following it too closely because um, I don't have the money for VR, obviously. Yeah. I'm a broke ass motherfucker. But. I think you censored that just enough to where I don't have to edit it. <laughs> I tried. I, I really did. 2018's not here yet. Um, but no, like, the so the VR, um, the complaint, or let's go with the good stuff that they've said so far. It. It's visually stunning. I mean, as you expect, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the world of Skyrim's always been in your face, like, wow, this looks really nice, I feel like I'm there. Yes. In VR, now you really feel like you're there. You know, the, the dragon comes in to go and screw you. Mm-hmm. I see what I did there. It sounds what I did. Yes, yeah. you did. Um, the dragon comes in, you see the dragon, but now it's, like, really in your face. The fire seems like it's all around you, because there's times where you get immersed in fire, and, then, yeah, your whole screen's on fire. Yeah. So, they, you know, it, it looks like you're there. Mm-hmm. The problem is, this game was released a while ago. And the graphics, as much as you fine-tune them, you can't fix them. You'd have to redo the whole thing. So the designs of the characters, 
and the slightly blocky look on some of them, it just kind of takes away from that feel. You know, it's not crystal clear 4K high def, sell your soul to the devil kind of thing. Yeah. What What do you think is going to get remade more, Resident Evil 4 or Skyrim? Uh, Skyrim. <laughs> like, so, I, I feel so like they're they... always just trying to re-release Skyrim because yeah. it's like, hey, remember and this? We have Skyrim on the Switch. And oh. then the next console going to come out, we have another remade Skyrim. Oh, man. And they're never going to actually, like, I don't know. I kind of like the Fallout 4 where your character spoke, you know? And I, I wish they kind of had that where it's like... A your character speaks, he just says, Fusro Da, and that's about well, it. Yeah, you're right, he does. He says, Woo! Yeah, that too. And something else. Is there still giant spiders in it? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the first, the very first thing. Yep, nope, like. not playing it. Also, if we go, if you go into jail in Skyrim, I've heard that's a weird experience, but, like... Let's be real. At least we don't know anyone in that world that bathes, so you don't have to worry about soap. Yeah. And that's pretty reassuring. That is pretty reassuring. That's a good joke. I'm get behind that. You, you just air pistols I'm air everywhere. Air pistoling everywhere. Air everywhere. No place no, is safe. God. Oh, God. Wow. No bad jokes there. Would you say no what? No, not November. Oh, gosh. Hello. Whatever happened to No Shave November? How is that's it still so- happening? How did, like, the, these memes, like, I don't know if it's just my age now at this point, but it's like, <laughs> these memes, like, they're just coming up, and I'm trying to keep up as much as I can, but I'm in the back of the pack, because, like, there was that one meme that's, like, the spectral heads or whatever, where it's, <laughs> I, I don't understand that, I never uh, understood, the, yeah, I never understood that, I never understood the Ooh. Spongebob caveman meme, I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, seriously, you didn't get Spongebob? What? Well, I mean, it was Spongebob, but depending on who you ask, it was also Caveman Spongebob. There's two different adaptations. It's a little bit crazy. I don't know, because, like, I thought I got it, but then, like, other people kept posting more memes, and I'm like, I don't know, like, what's... Like, Here's a, so, the memes are going in tiers nowadays. You got the you got the undercover memes, where it's like, you, you got your good... It's it's a classic. Everything's funny with it, but because not... You know, the Facebook pages, the big ones, haven't gotten a hold of it. And the casual memers, the ones that are like, aha, that's a good meme it's not a meme Shut your mouth. It's a meme. Okay. So, like, you get the people that, you know, they haven't found it yet. It's an underground, undercover. It's kind of like, a, it's a nice silhouette you're seeing in the distance. And you don't know it if you're not in its face. Okay. But, once the big meme pages get a hold of it, and they turn it into, like, everybody can see it, mm-hmm. it becomes like, oh, yeah, you're just going to throw that onto anything. Yeah. It's not going to be funny anymore. Well, I do like the boyfriend looking at another girl. That one was a good one. That is a good meme. And once, I mean, and it stayed good for a while because it had so much versatility, but then once, once I mean, the casuals got a hold of it, just kind of started. Yeah. The, the ultimate meme is the meme inside of a meme. You take two memes and you put them together. Put a sponge guard inside the boyfriend looking back. It's wild. Okay. It's pretty cool. That's fair. Um, speaking of online-related things, have you seen... UCF football's tweet about the eighth longest punt. I have. For those of you who didn't see it, um, UCF football posted this tweet and it said, uh, so-and-so kick the eighth longest punt in UCF history of 69 yards. Nice. Nice. And it's literally the entire thread is just nice. It's like, that's... That's great. And what's even better is like they can get away with that because it's not inappropriate, but at the same time, so inappropriate. Mm. Just what I aspire to be on Twitter. That's, oh gosh, Twitter. Twitter's a, that's a beast. Like, that's something, like, I've had to cut back on Twitter because, like, I've also said some horrible things, but, like, man, nowadays, 
Like, gone are the days of Tosh. Like, Tosh wouldn't thrive in this day and age. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough world out there. It is incredibly it's rough. It's almost like the Fallout world of the... Of the it's essentially become, like, the Fallout world where, like, you have your power suits, and that's kind of like, hey... I'm the person that can kind of get away with all this. Yeah. But then you have the other people who try to make the jokes and then, nope, doesn't work. We will now flame you to hell. Yeah, good old Pyrus. All music on today's show is brought to you by the band Power Glove. Check out their website at powergloveband.com for music, tour dates, and other merchandise as well. That's powergloveband.com. So this is, you know, that game show. We, we talk about games, so we will definitely talk about some of the favorite games that we've been playing in just a little bit. Wait, this is this game show? I thought it was this new show. It's on that new show channel. So wait, this is this game show? Oh, gosh, please don't try to do this. <laughs> what show is this? That game show. But we're on that new show. Yes. So we're part of that new show. Yes. Who's part of that new show? Me and you. Oh, we're everything. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm, I'm going to try to get an interview with... Um, I just real okay. Uh, hold on, back door. Oh, we're gonna be transparent. I just got a new Yeti microphone because if you you know heard the previous podcast, you might hear like a slight buzzing, and so I was like, yeah, this isn't good. And so I want to use that year warranty. Um, and we were doing testing for. It. I'm like, man, this is really low, and I'm wondering why I can barely hear it. It's also because I had the volume low on this end. Oh, and so it's like, well. Wow, yeah, that explains why my voice keeps jumping up. Yep, very oh. good. Oh, gosh. So there's some transparency for you. Um, a lot of movies came out recently. Um, I know you just saw Justice League last night. I, I did just see Justice League. I watched Thor uh, just the other day. Ooh. So let me. the bigger question right now is, how is Justice League? Um, so, you know... With no a, spoilers. Honestly, it's a, yeah, with no spoilers, it's even harder. It's a hard question because it's like, I thought it was good. I liked the fight scenes, and I think that they honestly dedicated themselves to the fighting. I think that DC was like, you know what, we we need to focus on the things that we can do. And Marvel has always been really good, I think, about character interactions, you know? Yeah. They really they well they, they write their characters well and you really like to see how they how they mesh. DC was like, Yeah, we're not really good at that, so let's just let's just put it into fights. And I think every fight scene that I saw was like, wow, that was really good. I thought it was really well done. It looked cool. Um, there were no loose ends. It just looked good. Um, other than that, though, I wasn't I wasn't super impressed with the uh, with the pacing. I thought it was it was faster than it should have been. But you know, you only got two hours to somehow unite yeah. the Justice League. So um, I thought with the time that they had and with what they had to go off of with pre- previous movies. Thought they did really well. I I would give it a solid seven to eight out of ten. Um, how is Ben Affleck as Batman? He's Ben Affleck as as Batman. That's really all I can say. Okay. He's just. Am I the only one that doesn't think that Ben Affleck is bad? I don't think he's bad. I just I wasn't really impressed with Batman. If if you know what I mean. I don't feel okay. like he was. He he wasn't the Batman that you you read about in comics or that you see in the in the cartoons or anything like that. He was just like. Yeah, you know me a name, but uh, that's really all I'm worth it. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm excited for what DC has to come because they're talking about another Suicide Squad movie. They're also talking about um, Jared Leto. Jared Leto came out and said if he's doing Joker again, like he's changing it. Like he, what I guess he wasn't a, a big fan of how it he was interpreted in uh, Suicide Squad. Many others. Like he only had like 20 minutes of footage, so like I don't mind like. 
I don't think I think his hate is unreasonable, but I feel like if we give him a little bit more time, we might actually enjoy it. But it's just a different version. He had twenty minutes of screen time, and yet somehow he ended up with one of the most popular tween quotes of all time now. Oh, that chit chat's gonna get you hurt. Oh, that chit chat's uh, gonna get you hurt. Yeah, and let's be real, how many freaking YouTubers now that are like 12 years old have been using that line? I don't know. I don't hang around 12-year-olds. I don't say I hang around them. Yeah. All right. Good recovery. I'm gonna curse here in a second. Yeah, please don't. I don't want to do work. I'm gonna curse here in a second. Oh, gosh. All that chit-chat is gonna get you <laughs> okay good good keep it censored moving on all right so um, what how do you what do you think of thor thor was good i thought thor was it was thor was definitely really funny and i like the more comedic side of it like you had the first one which was just like kind of suffer from like an identity crisis because it's just like what is he supposed to be? Mm. And then you had the, the second one. Setup movie. So much darker. Just a setup movie. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. And then like the second one's so much darker. And I liked it. I, I, I actually, did. I, I liked it too. And so Just then going. From setup. Yeah. And then the third one. Which is I think all around really good. Like, I, I've heard that it may be one of the best of the movies that they've released. From a, from a few people have said that they think it's one of the best. Excluding it like the actuals. Um. It's hard because I really love Guardians, and mm, I feel like true. Guardians was really good. I thought the last two Captain Americas were really good. A lot of Cap fans think the Cap is the best, and that's I mean, fair. I mean, it, it is. Like, it's hard for me to say. I, I can't go on record and say that this is the best Marvel movie out there. I will say it's really good. Hmm. I thought there wasn't enough of Carl Urban. Like, I kind of thought that the way he was introduced that you would probably see more of him, but you kind of got, like... The sense of like he he's in a few scenes and I'm starting to wonder like who had more screen time, Jared Leto Joker or Carl Urban, because he's like he's in the movie he's not in much of the movie. Here's a bigger question: Who gets more screen time, Stan Lee or, or Carl Urban? I think if you take all of Stan Lee's scenes <laughs> in every Marvel movie it would equal to more screen time than Carl Urban had in that movie. Always good. I really hope somebody like makes one giant supercut of all his scenes, and we'll see like whose is actually longer. Good Stanley. Have you? So what other movies have you seen? So like, uh, I once saw Blade Runner. Yes, I saw that. Not Blade Runner four twenty. I don't think that's his actual name. That's just what I call it. Oh, you just, oh twenty forty nine. You call it Blade Runner four twenty? Yeah. Okay, that's just fair. It's easier to remember. Um. I love Blade. I like Blade Runner. It's a lot better than the first one. We watched the first one, like before we watched the second one, and oh, it yeah. was oh okay. So you did the first. You did the smart way. Yeah, we did the smart way, which I didn't know that there were so many iterations of Blade Runner, mm. and so like I had to call my film buff friends and be like, "Hey, which one am I supposed to watch?" And they said, "Director cut. Like that's what you need to watch." It's so slow. Yeah, it really is. Jeez. It drags so much. I remember seeing it in the theater. Um, and I just thought like, wow, this movie is, it's just like scraping on. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. Granted, I didn't see the first one. And so that, that was a bad call on my part, but it's girl I went. Oh, I was talking about the first one was so slow. Yeah, I thought the second one was slow to be honest with you. The second one is, it's, it's faster than the first one, mm -hmm. but that's not saying much. Like at least the first one, like 
at least, excuse me, at least the second one, like, it had you, like, thinking. So you're just like, okay, okay. And, like, mind you, we're going to... Spoilers from here on. Spoiler warning. So we're going to give you that warning. So if you just want to come back in about two minutes... Yeah, we'll close the monitor. Yeah, we'll, we'll monitor it. But, okay, ready? Go for it, go. Did you think the entire time that Ryan Gosling was, like, the hybrid? No, I uh, no. No, I thought it was uh, I thought it was the girl that he saw in the first place. Oh, you actually thought it was her? Yeah, when she started crying. Yeah. Like I was like at that moment when she started crying, I was like, yeah, this is probably this is probably her. And I don't know. From that moment on, I was like, I was kind of sketchy on it, and the mm-hmm. way he kept interacting, and you know, he had the memories. I'm like, I just don't think it's him. I think, I think it's the girl that, that was locked away for no reason that we didn't have a reason for. Yeah. I was I was hoping it would have been him just because like it had the emotions. I didn't realize also like there's like there's three short films like leading up to the movie. Hmm. There's like twenty thirty six where it talks more about um, I think it's twenty thirty six where it talks about uh, Dave Bautista's character mm-hmm. because like Dave Bautista is like you know a kind of decent name for only being in the movie shorter than Carl Urban being in Thor. Hmm. Wow. Like yeah. he has like what two scenes? That's about it. And like the same thing with Jared Leto like. I, I never thought I'd see a movie where Jared Leto wasn't in, like, you know, would be less than, like, 20 minutes of Jared Leto Joker. But no, like, I think he was in less of 2049 than he was in um, Suicide Squad. I was like, what? I, I, I lost so, my train of there thought. There were so many names happening here. There was. was like, wow, I threw like, names wow, all over the place. But um, We have, like, still 30 seconds of spoil time. So. Okay. Um... I what do you, okay so what do you think of the cliffhanger? That kind of didn't seem like a cliffhanger to you. I didn't think there was a cliffhanger. It was. I, got, I thought there was going to be a huge army battle there at the end. There really wasn't. Like there really wasn't much of a battle. Like no, there was a fight, any. but it was just like it was still just a matter of like I was anticipating a bigger action sequence. I, I thought that when they brought all of the the people that thought that they were the the, the, the hybrid mm-hmm. thought that that was going to be a huge battle scene like. Like, yeah. huge, and I was, like, disappointed when there was nothing. Yeah. I did think, um, man, I liked Harrison Ford. I liked I Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto, of course, for all two minutes. Um, I thought the ending was good. Like, it was a nice softball ending, but I didn't think there was any cliffhanger. Mm. It seemed unanswered. I mean... Spoilers over. Okay, spoilers over. I will say, um, the first one didn't leave much for a sequel either. So I think it'll depend on on uh, on revenue on whether or not they do a third one. I just I kind of I also, I don't think sales did well. I don't think so. But I don't think sales for the original Blade Runner did well either. Hmm, fair. So I think it's going to be like because it's a cult following. Hmm. So I think it won't be great now in the box office, but like Blu-ray sales. It'll Maybe probably go take up. Off of it, but yeah, because it was a beautiful movie. Well, we definitely know the soundtrack's not going to be winning any awards because I don't know about you, but every time I heard, Wah! I didn't really wasn't really impressed with the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack isn't as great. It's futuristic. Like I thought, yeah. Thor had a, a better Blade Runner soundtrack than Blade Runner did, but I mean, Blade Blade Runner is still very good. I'm trying to think of what else I've seen. I how about how about we do this? What's one movie that you're really looking forward to in the future? Maybe, maybe that's not Star Wars. It's not Star Wars. I got mine, Enter Player One. Oh, that is going to be good. Enter Player One. I'm, I mean, we've had how many, like, we've had movies kind of like this, you know? Like mm-hmm. a dystopia, almost utopia kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that, that's how it appears anyway. I know it's a book, 
I believe anyway. I actually have not read the book. If anyone wants to recommend it to me, go free. Um, but no, I think I think that with what it's got going for it and how it's kind of like shooting it back to the eighties and you know the game industry of that, I think it'll be huge. Um, to me, man, this is gonna be such a different like change of pace. The Disaster Artist. Disaster Artist. Yes, I... it's the story behind making the room. With uh, Tommy Wiseau, that um, best worst movie. Have you not seen The Room? I don't think I have. With Oh Hi Mock, like you haven't heard, you haven't seen that at all. Okay, so this movie is like if you watch it, my friend uh, Lear Bunda, the guy who works at Adult Swim. I'm gonna pick up that name I just dropped. Um, I made well, I made a movie with him, so like that's why like casual. He, it was for a project for college. But anyway, and so um, he texted me one day. I remember this. It was April Fool's like afternoon. He goes, watch Adult Swim at uh, 11 o'clock. And I go, why? And he goes, just trust me. And it was this movie called The Room. And this was the first year that Adult Swim did it. And they ended up playing it like every year on Adult Swim for like five years, I want to say. And it's this horribly bad movie. And it was like this guy who wanted to make a movie like so bad. And he wanted to be a big, you want to be a big star in Hollywood. So he wrote this movie and the dialogue is bad. The, like the set was like malfurnished. So, um, they, he said he gave money out to his like PAs, like go buy me stuff. And so they bought like pictures of plastic spoons. Um, the, like numerous apparently like numerous actors left so this the movie the disaster artist is all about making that movie the room and james is with like that whole james franco dave franco seth rogan like that whole clique like they all are star in this and james franco plays tommy wiseau who has this very notable accent that we don't know where he's from and oh, in order for you to get the room, the actual movie, I think you have to buy Tommy Wiseau's like underwear brand. Oh, so like that's how you get it. Interesting. It's independently produced. Um, but what's funny now is Dave Franco, or excuse me, James Franco is being not like in the festival scene. He's being nominated for best actor for playing the worst actor. And I oh, really always wa- goes. I, I want this movie to win best picture. I want this to win every single award. Like, I want this to be like Lord of the Rings, Titanic, or if it's nominated, give it an award. Because it looks amazing, and I feel like, and like, mind you, this is all based on a true story. Like, not like The Haunting in Connecticut, where it's based on a true story. Like, this is, like, this is what happened. And it's crazy, like, reading the trivia page. Like, hold, let me read... I think I'm going to base my turkey on a true story this year. Oh, gosh. I, that's so... Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know if I want to amplify that. Uh, By the way, did no, you... No, that definitely got in there. Did you see that they're making a movie based off the game Rampage? Yes, I did. And I saw that. Like, mind you, I looked at the 2018 movie list, and I don't know what's not starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. In the one of three. They haven't even made a second one. I know, they will, though. It'll be called... Oh, well, I'm a bunch of Rule 34. Here, here's... 
Here's one, some of the trivia I'm just going to rattle off. Entire scenes were out of focus because nobody bothered to check the lens. <laughs> um, like my life. There was one of them where one of the guys like, got a concussion on set, but the director, like Tommy Wiseau, refused to like let him leave. And so you see him in the background, like bumbling, running into things. Just like my life. Oh, my. <sighs> running into things, not able to leave. Nothing between the second sex scene and the birthday had any actual effect on the plot. Hmm. Man, if there's a birthday scene, I have to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. Most of the furniture and decor from the living room set was completely display room taken from the window of a thrift shop. The glass top television table supported by white pillars belonged to Tommy Wiseau. When the cinematographer complained the set was too sparsely furnished, Wiseau sent the art department to buy new items. They returned with framed pictures of plastic spoons, which Wiseau, impatient to continue filming, ordered hung up. Plastic spoons have been a staple of the midnight screens of the film and often been thrown onto the screen upon occurrence of a spoon shot. There are 34 spoon shots. And what's even crazier is I think they use some B-roll from Full House. I could be wrong on that, but you do see the Full House house. There's more spooning in that movie than in my life. Oh, no, I did it. <laughs> you made me do work. That was such. You can leave that in too. That was such a blatant use of the <laughs> F word, and it wasn't like you slipped out. You're just you had to go in. You had to power through with a <laughs> F. I'm lonely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I almost did it. You almost did it. You were um, almost good. It's not 2018. My vows aren't in place yet. Your, your vow is like what? Like you got married to I'm 2018? Getting, I'm definitely not getting married. That's for sure. Oh gosh. Hello. Hmm. Alright, we'll finish it up with... Freaking laser beams. Oh my gosh, this show. There's a reason why we've sparsely recorded now. No, it'll be great. <laughs> this, this this winter we're going to record a lot. Oh god, okay. Um, I want to have hockey. Now, that'll be, I mean, that'll probably be one of the biggest reasons we can record. That's probably it, yeah. Um, what are some of the games you've been playing as of late? Um, well, I've been playing Clash Royale again, and I hate myself. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Um, play a little bit of the South Park game. How is that? Wait, Phone Destroyer or... Okay, how is the Fractured But Whole? I, I love it, honestly. Okay. I really love it. Um, I love The Stick of Truth and... Stick of Truth was really good. I, honestly, I love this game too. I think, I, I just love what they do with it. They don't try and make it something that's not. They're just like, yep, you're, you feel like you're, you're watching an episode of South Park. Isn't it like a turn-based, uh... Yep. yep, it's just like The Stick of Truth in the sense was, where it's like, you, you know, you still have your... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny. Like I, I remember playing Stick of Truth and just like not play, like not getting any other like uh, sidekick. I just kept using Butters. Cause like, all right, Butters is just really good. I think I used Butters and that was it. I think I used Kenny for a little bit. I did use Kenny for a little bit. Cause his his, his like ultimate or whatever was like his best ability. Yeah. That was it was a really good ability. Just he didn't mess it up. Yeah. If he did, I mean, he died, but that's fine. Yeah. It's not a spoiler, is it? No. Kate dies. It happens. It happens. But I do love that ending. Yeah. I I honestly, I don't, I can't even say that I didn't expect it because I didn't, but in all fairness, I don't know why you would. 
Uh, there's not like a, there's... every time I bring up something, I get a freckle. I don't know. Why. But, um, Phone is good too. Is it okay? It's uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's kind of like a card game, but it's not. It's, it's weird. You just gotta play it. I'd say. You okay. Gotta try it. It's um. I'm drink more water because I feel like I'm gonna. My voice is going to crack. I'm in puberty again. Gosh. You heard it live on that game show, that new show. Chase is hitting puberty for like his twelfth time. Gosh. Have the mustache of someone that's hitting puberty. Wow. I don't know why you make it sound like it's such an offensive joke. <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't really, uh, I haven't really you this episode. Although I never do on the episodes. It's only in the, uh, it's only. Live. It's only on the panels. It's only on the panel. Which, Gosh, that... we say panels as in I've been in more than one. The panel, man. The panel. That was such. Yeah, I was riding a high on that one. Man, that was such like. Almost got arrested. Yeah. Oh, that was another story. Yeah, I don't know how story. I didn't forget that. How far are we in? Because people probably have left by now. We're about 59 minutes, but we also dicked around for a good amount of time. Yeah. Oh, that's got a sensor for sure. Yeah. Now you did it. No, dicked around. I can keep that in. All right. So the story goes. Um, so we're at the panel. This, is, this will probably be our concluding statement here. So. Um, so, yeah, we're at the panel, and, you know, we're having a great time. And I'm not really thinking about what I'm saying anymore, because, you know, that happens after a few boozes. You just, you just stop thinking. And um, I don't know what prompted me to say it, but at some point I said, I, oh, I, I told, I told some of the audience, I like, don't have drugs in my car, but I was like, no, for real, I really don't. No, and, you go, yeah, it's in my backpack. I have drugs in there as well. Uh, like as a cop walks by yeah, and so mind you, so like midway through the panel, there is a cop literally like standing the door. There's two cops. There's two cops standing at the door. Excuse me. And I'm thinking to myself, oh no, Kyle's going to get arrested. And the entire time, like, I'm trying to play damage control. I was also trying. I realized when I'd said it, because there were two at the time, by the end, by the final 10 minutes of the panel, we were up to three cops. And I was like, yep, this is where they're going to question me. And I'm going to have to go out to my car and I'm going to have to explain to them that I don't have it. They're going to give me a lecture about joking about drugs. Yeah. And mind you, you also have a sword in I, your car. I did buy a sword at the panel. Not at our panel. I bought a sword during the events. And uh, the one rule I had was I wasn't allowed to take it out of the box, which I broke that rule pretty fast. It, I took it out of the box almost immediately. Yes. So now there's a sword in my car. While I wasn't supposed to have that out, and they're also going to search my car in the middle of an empty parking lot. Yeah, it just wasn't looking. And it I, wasn't, and I, was, and I was, I wasn't booze at the time anymore. I think by that point. Well, you quickly sobered up once you found out. Hey, by the way, there are three cops. <laughs> There's three cops. St- I was which, like, uh, ooh. Luckily, at the end of the story, like it's they were there to make sure everybody left the building. Yeah, because we were the last out. panel. They just kicked us out, which was great. But, I mean, it, for, for a good 20, 30 minutes there. I was terrified because right. it's like, oh no, Kyle's going to get arrested. There goes one of my panel members. Kyle's going to get arrested and it's going to be an issue and we're not going to be able to come back now because our panelists are getting arrested. Our panelists, just one. And it's worse yet because I think out of, uh, out of the three, well, no, Eric was probably more likely to get arrested than I was. But... Yeah, that's fair. But, but I, I was innocent, and I was not arrested. Yes. And it all came out. You and are. I don't do drugs. Fair kids. I don't, don't do drugs. Those are bad. I don't do drugs. Yeah. That'd be bad. That would be bad. Um, I don't, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't, I don't drink that much. Just, just when... You, just when you me. made yourself sound just alcoholic, I, drug addict, borderline suicidal at the panel. 
Oh, it was more than borderline. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were probably pretty scared. Gosh. Yeah, my life was great. Um, now it's even better. Yeah. By the way, just because you, you're asked, uh, I'm playing, I just finished the game Pyre, because you, you wanted to know how I, you know, what games I'm playing. Yeah, what games are you playing? Uh, I just finished Pyre. <laughs> that was actually really good. Like, it was, my, I've been a fan, like, if you're fans of the show, know that I'm a big fan of Supergiant Games. We've had the creative director, Craig Kasavin, on. Um, and we've talked about Transistor and Bastion and all that. Um, and th- it was a lot of fun. Like, it was really good. Like, the, there's no set best ending. Like, there is a quote good ending, but, like, how you resolve it, like, there is no best way. Mm. And it just, it kind of leaves you with, like, emotionally tied to certain people and you feel bad that you couldn't get them out. And it's like, oh, like, emotions, did I make the right decision? And so, like, Greg and I kind of went back and forth on that. And, of course, he played it multiple times, so he's experienced it multiple different ways because, you know, he works there, so he had to play it multiple times. But um, it was really good. Um, I played Cuphead. Oh, wow. Cuphead's a lot of fun. Like, Cuphead, Cuphead's really fun. It's also really hard, but it didn't give you the sense of you're going, like, I don't know how to beat this. Like, you eventually would pick up certain ways, like okay, this happened, so that case is gonna be this is gonna be next, and all that. So it, it's definitely very interesting. I feel like the Dice King boss, like the second to last boss, is a massive pain in my side because it's literally a like um, crap style board with like zero to twelve, and every four has a safe space, with the final one being you know end, and you have to hit a dice that goes from one to three. And so you essentially like are doing a boss rush like style, but with new bosses. And some of them are just so annoying. And it's like, man, I hate this boss, and I have to I have to try to get through. And so you'll eventually get to the Dice King boss with like one life, and you're just like, well, bleep me! Like this is I hate this. Mm. And other than that, like everything else was really good. Mm. It was beautiful. It sounded great. Um, I hope that they make more. I know that they're talking about it, even though the first one, I think only took like four years to make. So. I do want to give it a try, but I mm-hmm. think, I think I'll give it a try here in some time future. Yeah. It's just, it's just the, the, I saw the fan art before I saw the game and that's a big problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't look it up, kids. Don't look it Don't up. Don't look it up. It's one of the places I wouldn't yeah. go. Um, I finished Prey. Thank oh, God. Oh yeah. Prey was the biggest paranoia fest i've ever played mm. and like i'm not big in the survival horror genre i thought this was going to be more like bioshock or like bioshock where you like there's a lot of suspense and atmosphere like atmosphere it's really good but it's also like they have these creatures called the mimics and they are just like what they are they mimic regular items so hey here's a med pack actually no spider-like thing at my face <laughs> and so yeah, i love it and so now, like, they're luckily... Oh, Spiders, you played it, though. I had to play it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope. And then what's worse is, like, there's um, a thing that you get later. is called, like, a psychoscope, where, like, you know, you scan certain items, you can, like, take certain abilities. I didn't play with, like, getting alien abilities either. I kept to my own. The twist is actually really good as well. Um, the... One of the uh, chipsets or scope chipsets you get is you can detect when a mimic is in the room. Mm. So, like, you see nine, like, that's actually a mimic. I'm like, perfect, take out the pistol, one, two, they're dead. And they let off this horrible scream whenever you sneak up on them. And then, halfway through the game, oh, here's 
greater mimics. Mm. So now these don't get detected unless you get the advanced chipset, which shows greater mimics. And so now you have these giant spider-like things jumping in your face. Man, if EA won that game, you'd have to pay for each one of those. Exactly. And it was just like massive anxiety. Like, you remember how you played the first Arkham Asylum? And you always had detective mode on no matter what. Absolutely. That's how it kind of was with me with the psychoscope. Like, I always had that thing on. And it's really, it's a beautiful game. Like, it's a fun game. But, man, so much anxiety behind it. Like, it's not, it's, it was one of the few games where I was just like, you know what? I don't want to complete all the secondary objectives. I just want to get this thing done and over with. I just want it done. That's a horror game. Yeah. It, I didn't. It was a horror game disguised as like a Bioshock, essentially. Mm. Like you come in thinking it's going to be you know Bioshock, but instead, oh, I'm paranoid as all hell. By the way, uh, I finally reached gold in Overwatch. Gosh, that was a massive pain in my side. Literally twelve games in a row, one person leaving. Good thing Moira is back. Now it's going to be even worse. Oh gosh. Oh, have you played Moira yet? Yeah, I have. I, uh, I went 13-0 in my first game with her. Moira is... It was bad. And I've realized this. there's a cycle when it comes to new characters. This isn't just an Overwatch thing. This is every multiplayer general. game. Broken. They're going to come out broken. Then they're going to get heavily nerfed. Yeah. And then they're going to be virtually unplayable. Sia. And then they're going to try to like... No, Ana still gets played. Well, she gets played, but that's because she can counter a healer. But like in all honesty, when was the last time you like you were in competitive and you were like, every game you have an Ana? You very, very, very... Well, here's the funny thing, is that actually in the competitive scene, they didn't go Mercy, they went with Ana, but now after... Well, she just got a buff, too. Yeah, now with her buff, Mercy was, like... Well, Mercy got nerfed, but then Ana also got buffed at the same time. Yeah. There was a nice counterintuitive there. But I know that Lucio isn't really used as much as he used to be, and Zenyatta's kind of got... His heals aren't fast enough, but Zenyatta is like a single healer. He's more of a DPS if you if you need yeah. to push and you need to nerf some tanks. But, I mean, this like yeah, if you want to nerf some tanks and like nerf some people, then Zenyatta is really good at that. But with I realize with Moira is that she's very like pot shotty. Her like, range is ridiculous. Yeah, like on Oasis, where it's like you know how like when you're on Oasis and there's like that point where they already have the capture points. So you're kind of just like huddled back in that little hallway. You can just literally lob uh, damage balls mm-hmm. like in that area and all of a sudden, okay, hey, I have a fast recharge now on my ultimate. It's, uh, I'm trying to think, I think it's Hanamura, maybe? Is the is that the one with the temple? My yes. My really bad. Oh, um, it's that or Nepal, one of those two. Not Nepal, I'm pretty sure it's Hanamura. Well, you know that first, that big gate that's your first Yes, that's, point? that's Hanamura. That's where I went 13-0 because you can... You, you stall them. You don't even have to kill them. You just stall them out mm-hmm. because you shoot those, you know, those symbiote grenades. You shoot the, the damaged ones. They yeah. just keep bouncing off the wall. Maybe you hit the thing. It's too much for them to advance forward with. Yeah. Because if they get dangerous low on health, because they'll, they'll usually have a Reinhardt or yeah. someone to try and eat the shield up, but they can't get anywhere because that sh- it goes through shields. Yeah. And their health will be sapped. Unless there's a D.Va that can probably maybe negate it, but... I haven't seen a diva even try to negate it. Yeah, it's rough. It's it's a rough world right now for for characters. I mean, give it. I mean, probably in two weeks it'll get cut and she'll be unplayable unless you're League of Legends and you just say, you know what, we have two hundred other champions. They can just die. Yeah. Hence, full of air. Chase Bunker. So 
the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer came out. What did you think of the trailer from what you saw? Kyle Helmstetter. You know, so there was a there was a scene, you know, he's talking about the Star Lord's deep dark mm-hmm. secret love, sexual love. Yeah. I don't know, I like that scene. I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. A lot of people said it kind of felt forced, but I liked it. I don't have a feeling we're talking about two different trailers. You know, I probably haven't seen the new one. Alright. This is that game show. Alright, um, that's our show. We're gonna talk about you know, we're gonna try to podcast more frequently. We're gonna try to get the channel doing more things coming up in 2018 obviously not right now because i mean pff, holiday season Holidays coming up. yeah <sighs> pain in my side yeah. but um special thanks go out to power glove for letting us use their music of course um follow me on twitter at chase bunker you can follow kyle on twitter at k how many two four four zero i think uh, that sounds about right I like don't, i don't use my twitter very much but i will um we're gonna have a game of the year special coming up so shoot us your nominations of who you have for your uh, for your game of the year, and we'll have some other awards awards going on as well. Might even send you a shirt, you know. Maybe. 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 Possibly signed from all of us here at this massive studio. Yes, this massive studio. All right, uh, we'll talk to you again, guys, later. And uh, we'll also begin streaming here in the in the near future. So if you guys want to, you know, drop some game suggestions if you want to see us play and stuff, or you know, if there's something that you want want to see specifically, just let us know in the comments. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash that new show show. And follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash that new show show.